I'm good. I'm actually always, I'm always stoked to talk about effects pedals. Oh, yeah. I, I was just on a, a, a job shoot. We were shooting a commercial for a sweatshirt. Yeah. And um, we were like wrapping out and I was like, oh, they're like, what do you got going on the rest of the night? I'm like, I'm going to record an episode of the uh, effects pedal fan cut podcast. I'm like, what do you do? And I was like, we talk about effects pedals. And most people were like, I'm already bored. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, it's a pretty niche group. But when you find a fan club member, you, yeah. you're friends for life. Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the official podcast for the Effects Pedal Fan Club. And uh, if you're listening to this, you're already a member. How you doing, Vince? I'm good, man. Any any new news in your pedal world? Um, any board y- updates? You know, there's there's a couple board updates. So, um, I mean, number one is I got a pedal last week that is on my board now, and it's the Rev G4 distortion pedal. That's right. We demoed one at Flipside, yeah. and you finally picked one up. Yeah, and I finally picked one up, and it's... Uh, I mean, it's great because yeah, it, my problem was I, I really like the, you know, saturated. You're a higher com- gain. Compressed. Yeah. You're I, definitely I, a higher gainer. Yeah, yeah. I like the high gain. And so like my gain stages has always been like a couple drive pedals and then a distortion pedal. And with a couple of them, I would run one of the drives into the, just into a distortion and really just like oversaturate it. Um, and this pedal is golden by itself. Like I, it ends up, it has t- like super super high gain but it still has note clarity and definition which is what i really wanted in you know a distortion pedal and this one hits hits the mark perfectly and so it's it's become a staple on the board for sure this has replaced the crusher oh really yeah yeah or i'm sorry the blacksmith blacksmith uh, sorry crusher. yeah yeah i got you bbe what? yeah the bbe yeah blacksmith um and it's it's been awesome so far and it's been um it's been neat trying to play with some of the drive pedals into it because I've tried to tried doing a couple of them into it and uh, like I, I, it's great by itself. That's awesome. like that's like the biggest change to the board so far. That's that's awesome. We'll have to do a, a deep dive at some point on that pedal. Oh, definitely. Because I remember the day we we demoed it, you were like super hip to it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. You got that's, that's rad. You picked one up. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And then um, I'm still in Silver Sky SE world. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a great guitar i know um so i've been just like trying you know like my uh ever evolving board is basically just like the the fuzz the fuzz pedals constantly changing yeah and um the se i mean coming from humbuckers primarily my blood oath with humbuckers for the last two three years like and also at the same time going like a deep rabbit hole in fuzz and then you throw like a single coil guitar in there and you're like somehow just like you thought you thought you climbed out of the rabbit hole and you're just right back in it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like going through fuzzes from the collection. Just like, let's try this with the single coils. Let's it's, try a whole, that. it's a whole new game. It's a whole new game. <laughs> single awesome. coils and fuzz. So that's been pretty sweet. Um, but I think that's, you know, we're actually, we'll probably get into it in this episode and yeah. we're still, we're trying to dial in our board still. And we're, you know, our, our notes, we've got a whiteboard now, which is great. Yeah. So we, we're still timing the pot. Are we timing this podcast, Vince? We are. Okay. We're dialed in. So we're still trying to trying to hit our, our 30 minute mark. Yeah. Um, we are caught up on I think everything. Oh no. We hope that you if you got, if you were able to get in on the Petty John drop. Oh yeah, the myth drop. The myth drop. I yeah, hope yeah. you all got in on that. I'd be love I 
the club would love to hear about your thoughts on this pedal because we are, yeah, you know, we love Petty John and a limited edition run of the myth. Yeah. What else can you say? Nothing. It's, yeah. It's myth. It's mythical. It is. It it is mythical. Um, So if you got in on that, you know, let's get in the house, some housekeeping, you know, tag effects pedal fan club um, on Instagram. We'd love to see it, how you're using it. We'd love to hear it. Call the hotline. Let us know what you think about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one six zero nine eight hundred fans, and um, sign up for the the newsletter. You know, hit us up at All Signal No Noise. You can find us at effectspedalfanclub.com, and uh, you'll hit you know, basically anything and everything from the world of effects pedals uh, will be delivered right to your inbox. Yeah. So hopefully you got in on that. And uh, what else? Oh yeah, we are getting into today's episode, and this is actually a pretty cool episode. We're stoked about because we're both. Got new boss pedals. Yeah, it is a special show and tell of a boss pedal show and tell. It is a boss pedal show and tell. And it's funny that we both have new boss pedals. Yeah, because this wasn't planned ahead of time. This was, I mean, it just kind of happened naturally. We both got new pedals this week. Yep, new pedals this week. And we'll get into them here in a second. One is the boss, what? What'd you get, Vince? I got the SD1 Super Overdrive. Classic, legendary, yellow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was green pedals, pedals and there was yellow pedals. Yeah. And you got a yellow pedal. That's super rad. Yeah. And then I picked up the Boss FZ3. Yeah. And it is, it is replaced a fuzz spot, fuzz pedal on my board for yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that spot that swaps out so often. Yeah. And what's actually cool about it is we both, we like right before we recorded this episode, we we're like, hey, let's check out these pedals. So we both jammed on them. Yeah. And I think... I'm going to let you get into the SD1 right now because the way you're using it like blew my mind. Yeah. So like jump into it. Vince. Yeah, Tell yeah. us about so, it. Um, I mean, I got this, this pedal got to me today, believe, believe it or not. I mean, earlier today um, and I instantly, you know, took it out and put it on my board. And right now it's in the first spot right after my fuzz pedal. Is it committed at this point? We're still in like a experiment. It's, We're still, it's, it's still experimental, it but this one um, I mean, this one hit a little bit differently. Um, and it was surprising. And I know that's kind of why you wanted me to talk about it. Cause, yeah. Cause when, when I, you, when I pulled the, you brought the pedal out and you showed me your settings. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I have, the, <laughs> I have the gain pretty much. I mean, if there were numbers on the side, it would be at one or slightly below it. The gains almost all the way down. Yep. Um, which is very odd because I'm a heavier gain. Yeah. We just, you like, just basically told us we, that we talked about like how I'm, I'm like, distortion. I'm like really yeah. heavy gain type player. And, um, this thing I've dialed all the way back and, um, I found the setting by just, you know, when I got it, I was playing with it. You know, I, t- I turned the knobs from zero to a hundred, go to the each, extremes, each one, yeah, you yeah, know, for sure. and like I dialed this one all the way back and it, the, the sound it had, it was, um, cause it, it doesn't add a ton of gain but it adds just a little bit of dirt but it punches through so in such a cool way that i couldn't i couldn't believe it the pedal blew me away like i've i've known about this pedal it's a classic pedal everybody has probably seen or played one yeah and you can also get them for like i think msrp is like 50 bucks you got it used one they're crazy expensive yeah. yeah i mean i got it for less and it's um, and one of my buddies told me, he's like, yo, if you like, if you're looking for just a, a drive pedal, get one of these. He told me that a year ago and I just didn't until now. And, um, yeah, it's, it's so neat because sitting at the front, like uh, off, I have, you know, just pure clean tone 
Um, and then you turn it on, it just adds a little bit of dirt and sustain. And it's, um, it's just a really neat sound when it's dialed back like I have it. And um, it's really cool for my gain staging too, because you, I mean, we tested it here with your pedals too, yeah. where you run that into your other gain stages. Yeah. You know? So my the gain stage we ran it into was like a, the JHS double barrel. Yeah. So you had the, the, I forget what the one side is. It, it, it's the tube screamer, right? Yeah. Basically. It's a tube screamer. I forget what that's called. I should know that. Um, <laughs> and then the morning glory, which yeah. is the life changing experience for me into, uh, the wildwood Milner. Right. Yeah. So that was the gain stage we tested it on. Yeah. And like it, it's the, the difference it made. I mean, it makes a minor difference in like saturation because it's, I mean, it's, it's dialed harder. It's yep. dialed way back, but it's like, it's just, an, it's just enough to make a difference in it. It's, it's weird how much it affects the tone being so dialed back, but that's like what I discovered with this pedal in which it may end up being like the, one of the two drive pedals that I've been like swapping out so constantly on my board. Yeah. Cause so I'm just wondering if you, what would your board look like then if you, if you committed to the rev yeah. Right. For like, you're just, you, cause you just said it's as a, with let's scratch gain staging. Let's just a standalone heavy pedal. Yeah. Then how would the SD one play into the rest of your gain stages? So, um, I mean, in my mind, I would actually use probably like an ABY switch and mm -hmm. separate the rev from the other two gain pedal, my other right, two right. gain stages. So yep. I'd have like the SD one yep. and what I have on my board right now is, uh, the red, Witch fabulous. Oh yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been jamming. Big Ben, big Ben. Oh man. Love that pedal. Yeah. Um, so I mean, ideally they would probably be a little bit separate, but I mean, because the saturation is so mild when you're running the SD one into the rev even, cause I, I tested that out and it's, it just adds a little bit of punch to it. So like you could do like, um, like a solo type tone with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't really know. Still like, working through it? Yeah. Because in my mind, like I said, I'd use an ABY switch yep. and they would kind of be separate. But um, it's it's really interesting the way that it, it they kind of work together. Yeah, that is interesting. Because um, I mean, I was blown away. Because like I, I mean, I haven't really tried it at volume. Yeah. And like overdrive pedals sound really much better at volume. Sure. they don't sound as fizzy. Um, but just trying your settings initially... We were still in silver sky mode when we first tried it. I was like, wow, this thing is great. Yeah. I mean, real good. <laughs> it was it was fun to see you as surprised as I was at that setting. Right. Like gain just dialed like back to zero because it's yeah, it's it's so interesting and so cool. And it it's such a cool tone. Yeah. Um, in and of itself. And so yeah, it's not like um, it's not. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's it is there. It is a shaper. I don't think it's a transparent tone by any stretch of the imagination. No, but it's yeah. not like super piercing. I don't know. Like it's what hard it to is. Describe. It's hard to describe. But yeah, just a little. There's just a little bit of dirt there. Yeah, and it's a great sounding pedal. It's really cool. And then when you actually showed it to me, I was just sitting here thinking. I was like, that's so weird that I don't remember this. Is like, was that that was that my like my dirt for my band and college i played in this band called gypsy whistle and, that's a uh, great name you like that name yeah uh, I, I, you've, i've heard it before but every time you say it i'm like oh god is, that, it is this such a good a name great, is that such a great name yeah yeah and so i'm th trying to th remember what my rig was and i think that's so weird i don't remember this it was a it was an old twin reverb which i still have like a 
69 or 70 twin reverb so last silver kind of early silver panel mm -hmm. um loud and heavy and i think it hurt my back eventually carrying it around because it's a massive amp it's ridiculous <laughs> and i was also the one guy that had a truck so like <laughs> i was always load in load out last kind of last last guy standing yeah um so i think that screwed up my back but i'm pretty sure my was some crazy delay which i think was a dd5 hmm. i think i don't think i had a tube screamer i think i had the is it the, the yellow one, the SD one? SD one. I think yeah. that was my drive pedal. So weird that I don't remember that, but I think that was my whole rig. And I had an envelope filter because I was like really into the dead. So I was like, oh, Jerry Garcia, but my gypsy whistle, no envelope filter. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. we weren't an envelope filter band. We were some weird shoegaze with a uh, really just a female front singer or front woman that had an incredible voice, but I wasn't really into her lyrics. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> It was really hard to get over. And yeah. also when you play your favorite song and she changes the lyrics because like her boyfriend's there and you're like, what is going on? This is crazy. <laughs> I hate this. Um, but we broke up. Not nah, the band broke up. We were yeah. never dating. She was dating my roommate. Um, so yeah, but that SD one is a classic and it, the, you just brought it over, showed me your settings. And I was like, this doesn't work. And it was amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really pumped on that. One of the best, like, random pickups i did because i was just scrolling reverb and saw an sd1 for a good price yeah and i was just like i don't have one of those i i think i need one and yeah. i just bought it instantly the answer is always dense yeah the, get the pedal I, I feel like that's a common thing with me and it's um i try not to tell sheena about it sure sure yeah, she's yeah. probably listening to the podcast she probably knows <laughs> she might know about it she might know about but it she's like i mean every time i get one she's like that's new pedal i was like yeah well, except for that one time we dropped off ice cream at your house last week. She's she like, was really worried that was a pedal. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, she got a text from you guys and was like, hey, we're going to come drop something off at the door. And she looks at me and she goes, is it a pedal? And I was like, not that I know of. He hasn't told me anything. And it was nope. uh, it was ice cream. And that was also an awesome surprise. Did you like it? Yeah. It was good, right? Yeah. yeah that's So Little Man Ice Cream here in Denver, Colorado has a really good vegan salted chocolate oreo that yeah. is amazing so that's what we dropped off for you vince how long did it last so it's still there it is yeah, yeah. and that's only because ours is gone. I, long I, gone I believe it so it's only because um chocolate is a thing that i like but i can only have a certain amount of it at a time like i can't um i can't just like non-stop eat it i'll i'll get um like it's too sweet. Oh, interesting. I wish I had that problem. No, yeah. I could just, I could just I mean, eat it only, so much. It usually only one. happens with chocolate, which is kind of nice because we end up not buying that much. And so it's dope to just not have chocolate snacks in my house constantly. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I wish I had your the same problem, Vince, because I could eat that all day, every day. And I just saw myself on camera and I was like, oh man, Justin, you got, you're really letting yourself go. <laughs> Is that why you dropped off the ice cream? That's what I was like. Instead of take, keeping it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we take both these home. Uh, so, um, but then I guess we should like. Yeah, let's get, uh, so SD1. SD1. Awesome pickup. Awesome, awesome pickup. Yeah. And then it's funny because like my pickup was the Boss FZ3. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so the reason I acquired this is, so as we mentioned, I'm a single coil world now yeah, and I'm going through fuzzes hard. Yeah. Like real hard back mm -hmm. in the rabbit hole. And so, you know, I love shinny style fuzzes. Mm -hmm. My favorite fuzz that I said to myself will always be on my board is the JHS Supreme. Mm -hmm. It's a shinny circuit. It's amazing. 
and it's amazing into the game stages of a morning glory followed by the wildwood milner i love that sound especially because jhs has the it's it's basically a shinny type circuit but he has the added like this jhs mode which is even like more mid forward right yeah okay so i'm into shinny fuzzes this maybe goes back to our last episode where like or two episodes ago where josh was talking about like oh yeah come up with a theme for your collections yep and so my theme at that point was like, oh, I'm going to get the old pedals that I've always wanted that I could never afford when I was, you know, 15 year old kid looking at pawn shops and those yeah. were the days before eBay and all that stuff. Um, cause you could find some real good deals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there was no, there's no interweb of like how much a, a pedal would typically cost Like the, um, what would you call it? Supply and demand was a little bit different supply without the and, without the internet. Supply and demand was definitely shifted because it was actually supply and demand based on a local market. Yeah. Right now it's a global market, which yeah. is a real bummer because you could find some really cool stuff. But now you go to shop and you're like, oh, you get on reverb and you're like, check on the price. You're like, I could, you know, show in the person like I could get it here for this much. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Actually, <laughs> I've never done that. Like been like, dude, can you match this price from <laughs> Phil's Music Garage? And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be done. Right? It could be done. I feel you like might... a bit of a jerk if you're like a brick and mortar store. Like, can you match this price from Phil? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't do that. I don't suggest it, but I will browse just to see if it's how it's priced. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. So anyways, I'm down this shinny rabbit hole now with single coils. Yep. Um, and so I'm looking at like historic boss pedals i'm just mm. like oh what was bosses like first fuzz and all that stuff yeah and so they had the first one was the fz2 i don't know if that's actually their first fuzz um but they had a fz2 hyper fuzz that was a pretty like it's a pretty legendary fuzz it was in the 90s pretty made famous i think it had two fuzz modes and i was like oh, i'm gonna get one of these because it's a shinny type fuzz pedal right but they're real expensive they're super rare and they're pretty expensive. So then I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. But then I started doing some research on it. I was like, oh, wow, the FZ3 is not a Shiny pedal clone. It's kind of its own thing, hmm. but not as expensive. It, so is it like, just you would you describe it as like a more modern type fuzz? No. It's, so we have in the in we have in the collection the new Wazacraft what is that? The TV. It's not the tone bender one that only like a thousand were made in there. Or well, I forget oh. what that was craft one is. Yeah. It's so that one has the vintage and modern selector oh. on it. Right. Yeah. 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 This is not a modern fuzz. It's, I think the reason I kind of got into it was we just actually took it. We, we tried to tear it apart just now because we we're <laughs> like, Oh, this is this fuzz it doesn't have any integrated circuit boards. We're like, what's that mean? Let's let's look inside the pedal and see what that means. And I think I've actually, so we actually haven't tried it. We haven't tried it again since we opened it up. So we don't know if we broke it. But (laughs) pretty sure we did not. I hopefully we didn't because it's a cool fuzz. Yeah. And it's currently I've committed it for the for the was now a week on my board. So I pulled it open Mm -hmm. and I think, I mean it it it's like a printed circuit board, but there's there's no. It's all like capacitors and everything you'd see like in a hand built, like kind of hand wired pedal. So yeah. I think that's what it means. Yeah. I should have done more research on it. But the whole point of the story is Vince, the way I'm running it yeah. is exactly like your SD1. I've turned the fuzz <laughs> completely off. Really? Yeah. It's like I run it super low. And I guess this was, 
like maybe for humbuckers or something, but it's just, I'm really into this idea of, because if the fuzz pedal even turned way down is still pretty fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just really into this idea of kind of shaping that first gain stage. And if you read about the FZ3, people are like, this is the most underrated fuzz pedal out there. Hmm. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. I mean, the sustain I get in single coil land now is incredible. It's a great shaper. It's not, doesn't do that like octave thing that I always need for that spot on my sure. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've actually have the manual like right next to me. I'm looking at the FZ3 owner's manual. Um, I also got it with the box. And I think I got this from a pretty good, pretty good deal on Reverb from a pawn shop that just came online. Oh, cool. I think, because like, I ordered the pedal and then it was immediately canceled. I'm like, why'd you cancel my order? And they're like, oh, we're trying to figure out reverb. And I looked at the <laughs> website or yeah. the, the reverb store and it's like, you know, Miss, like Maggie's music in Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah. And so I think they just got like a pawn shop that just got online as a music store and is selling stuff. And like, I wish I could tell you what it, store it was because I think I got a really good price on it. Like it was pretty cheap for being a legendary under, underappreciated pedal. Yeah. But I'm going to go through, um, what do we have here? We're not going to talk about changing the battery. That's not necessary. So here's the <laughs> setting examples for single coil and humbucking guitars. And so levels, levels up actually a little bit for humbuckers, but for single coils, it's at noon. Yeah. The fuzz is almost dimed for single coils is what they're suggesting. The tones rolled off a little bit. And then for a humbucking guitar, the fuzz is, you know, maybe at like seven o'clock, let's say. No, no, sorry. 10 o'clock. Okay. Let's say 10 o'clock. Yeah. Tone straight up and the level's a little higher, which I don't know why. If you have already have a hot humbucker coming at, why you'd want to go higher than a single coil? I don't know. But <laughs> their booster example is fuzz is always off all the way off level is dimed. So like a 20 DB boost <laughs> and the tone is dimed in their sample. But what's interesting is they have one for bass guitar. So I'm curious, you know, if people are using this at all for bass, bass guitar, huh? you know? Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that, um, you and I in the effects pedal fan club actually don't test often enough. We don't test often. Actually, um, Vince, we got to get a bass. So I, we talked about this. I have a bass. I, I just f like, it's at my parents and has been forever. I forgot about it for years. And then my mom like told me at one point, she goes, Hey, don't forget you have this over here. And I'm like, what is Oh it? my God, I forgot. I'm like, Oh, it's a bass. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I had a bass. So it needs to come over and we need to, um, definitely need to test pedals for we, fun. We got to test pedals with it, the bass guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind, do you know what kind of bass it is? I, I think it's just a Squire P bass. Oh, like that's all we need. Yeah. That's like the best, best gets, that's great. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to test envelope filters. <laughs> I can't wait to test fuzzes. I can't, well, we actually have an original OC2 in the uh, official effects pedal fan club collection. So that's going to be pretty rad through a bass. Yeah. Um, pogs, hot, like any kind of synth is going to be amazing. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So we got a uh, cool, we got another I mean, signal generator here. to Octave pedals? Any octave pedals. Octave be, pedals are yeah. going to be awesome. I mean, you, you know, my addiction to octave fuzz is already kind of a little <laughs> out of control. Yeah. Wait till we get a bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With some chorus. Oh, oh man. I just, I can't, I mean, I can barely play guitar. I know. Let's throw a bass in the mix. I'm excited, man. That's going to be great. But yeah, back to the like FZ3. FZ3. Underrated fuzz. 
Underrated fuzz, and I think it's rightly underrated. It is a beautiful, beautifully sounding fuzz. And what I'm using it is, because I'm still in SE world, is just kind of sustain. I know, I mean, no way do I play like David Gilmore. I mean, but that type of, like Gilmoreish.com did a review on it, and like, that guy, great. That, you know, it sounded wonderful i mean it's yeah. a really good effects i mean it's a really good fuzz did you know it was underrated when you before you went for the purchase be uh i knew it was there because the fz2 is so priced i was like kind of like beyond my price point and they're pretty expensive yeah, yeah, yeah and so like there was definitely a lot of talk about the fz3 because then after the fz3 they did the fz5 which is like a digital fuzz right no go for me okay like that's kind of a non sequitur i'm like not no starter i'm not into it so i was like uh that's when i ended up find that's the kind of about the same time that the the, the wazicraft one came out and so i was like oh, this is a really good fuzz pedal what else does boss have and then that's what turned me on to the fc3 it's underrated it's undervalued um it's a great great pedal and obviously looks cool it's that kind of like hammered metal yeah. um it's boss it's gonna last forever it's yeah great. i mean unless of course my ours doesn't work anymore because we took it apart <laughs> unless, you, unless you take it apart and uh mess something up yeah but uh i mean that i mean that kind of goes for boss pedals in general, right? But I mean, I feel like boss sometimes is underrated as a whole because it's um, such a large manufacturer and um, like they don't have limited supplies and it's not a um, a boutique. Yeah, they're not like builder. Like yeah, they're, I mean, it's I think a lot of people look at them as like maybe like I don't know, maybe just like this like weird kind of Death Star Goliath of pedal builders, and yeah. also maybe because they are so ubiquitous that mm -hmm. people are like, eh, I can't get anything unique out of it. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe, uh, I mean, maybe it's the design because they don't, they don't do anything unique with um, like designs or do like any hand painted um, yeah. decals or anything like that. You know, they're very simple in design. Well, um, they're simple in design, but their construction. And then also think about just their design in general is so bomb proof. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great design. No, it is right. It's not a Hammond and Chloe. It's their own design that just blow, like is works flawlessly. Yeah. Right. It's yep. so good. And then also I heard that they had like a, their own like testing room to test for like RF interference. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's a rad company. That's awesome. Yeah. Like a own like Tesla Faraday cage where they can like <laughs> pump yeah. weird coils through. I don't know. Right. But um, yeah, I guess that's it for today. We both yeah. got new boss pedals that were gain Super. pedals and we've turned them down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drive all the way down. Yep. And they're rad. They're rad. And yeah. Vince, yours is not committed yet. You're still working with it. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing that keeps it from being committed is once I decide on whether I want an ABY or um, just run it in a straight chain, you gotcha. know, drive, drive, distortion. Yeah. Once I make that decision, I have a feeling that's going to be on there in one of the drive spots. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mine is currently committed for the week. Yeah. Fuzz is always I'm, changing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess leading into, I mean, news. you had you had some news that you wanted to talk about because there was a pedal that you were really pumped on. Yeah. Well, I love Death by Audio stuff. Yeah. And they just released this new germanium filter. No, I don't really know anything about it. I uh -huh. know it's heavy. Uh -huh. It is. I mean, it is heavy. But like, just from an advertising perspective, their Instagram like 
like reels or whatever of yeah. it. Did you, did you see them? No. Oh, it's dope. It's like Death by Audio, like graphics always look cool. Like their whole aesthetic is rad. And it's just two pedals or two dials. It's a small enclosure and it has like kind of big, like, you know, uh, old school kind of, I would pr- picture maybe in like, maybe like a Russian, like uh, nuclear substation kind of looking thing. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think one just like, I said, like, I gotta, like, let me grab my phone. I think one, it's a gold pedal. It looks really cool. And it just says, like, I think there's just like clean and I'm actually, here it is. I got it on Instagram. Clean and dirty is one knob. And the other one is heavy and high. <laughs> and I honestly, it's a germanium filter. So it's got to just be like a crazy, like, super destructor fuzz. And, um, I just think it looks cool. Their graphics are rad, but like their, their first reel is, um, like a gold board with a gold pedal on it, surrounded by gold chains. (laughs) Like it is so cool looking. Like I love everything about just the advertising. So that's new in the world of effects pedals out there from death by audio. So go check that out for sure. And just see how heavy this thing is. Tell us what it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, that's it are we coming up on time that's how we looking yeah yeah. we're we're coming up on time all right um so if you haven't uh followed us on instagram and you just want to hear like two buddies talk about effects pedals follow us over there and uh subscribe to the podcast yeah hit up effectspedalfanclub.com to see all the rules and regulations of the club see if the club's right for you call the hotline oh call the hotline let us know what's going on out there if you got the new pedal if you got the new myth drop yeah from petty john let us know let us know and um, I guess until that next time, what do we got? What do we got for him, Vince? If you're curious whether you should get that pedal or not, the answer is yes. Go buy oh, that pedal. Always yes. Well, thanks a lot for listening. We will see you next week at Effects Pedal Fan Club. Take care. <laughs>